And now a word from our sponsor. Back in 2007, an established local businessman named Tony T opened a new bar on 8th Street, Northeast Washington called The Pug. The Pug is short for Pugilist, which is an old school boxing term for fighter. And as Tony knows, it's a fight for any bar in Washington to stay open more than one or two years, let alone 13, given how fast things turn over here in this city. But thanks to the coronavirus pandemic, the pug closed its doors back in mid-March. As astute listeners to this podcast know, the pug became our sponsor back in September after our, our mutual friend, DC Big John Stanton, retweeted my interview with Louis Michaud of the Lost Bayou Ramblers. And if you remember that interview with Louis Michaud, you recall that I talked about how the last concert that I saw in Washington was that night in early March with Louis' Lost Bayou Ramblers in town with two founding members of the Pogues, Spider Stacy and Kyra Reardon. I mean, I talked about how much that show was so much fun, and little did we know it would be the last time we did much of anything anywhere since March. And as it turns out, Tony from the Pug was at that show as well. So after some back and forth on Twitter, we started talking about some possible partnerships and events that we could do together once things get back to normal. But that assumes places like the Pug and other bars make it when we get back to normal, because we all know pandemics end. But this one, it's taking a toll on just about everything we hold dear right now. The pandemic is now entering its eighth month with no signs of slowing down. And places like the Pug have to find new ways to survive or just hold on. And So in this episode of Four Songs, I wanted to give Tony the microphone to talk about what the last few months have been like for him and other bar owners in the area. Really, bar owners everywhere because D.C. is not the only place being hit hard by this pandemic. Tony talks about what he's been doing to keep busy, how he's trying to keep people safe and healthy, while also trying to run a business that relies on close contact and packed spaces. I mean, think about it. Bars and concert venues are probably going to be among the last businesses to reopen fully if they get there. And through it all, though, Tony has not lost his sense of humor. So I'm pleased to welcome to Four Songs the owner of the pug, our sponsor, Tony T. Listen in. So, hey, Tony, thanks for joining me tonight and talking about these issues that we're all going through. So, first of all, just tell us about yourself and the pug. So, I am by no stretch a musician. However, I own a couple different places, and I've run a couple different places, and music was always the most important part of it, that having a good jukebox or having a good soundtrack every night. In 96, I opened the Capitol Lounge for Joe Englert. And then in 2007, I opened the Pug over on 8th Street, which is a small version of the lounge, a little dive bar. The important part about the Capitol Lounge is that I met Big John Stanton there, and it was a tweet of his that actually introduced me to your podcast and, you know, the episode about the last show we all saw in D.C. was the Pogatry show with uh, the, the Lost Bayou Ramblers and Spider Stacy and Kate Award. So it was like a long, long time ago. <laughs> like 20 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, one of the questions I ask everybody, because I had no idea that we'd still be in a pandemic, so I guess we shouldn't be surprised, is how this is affecting your, the work that you are doing. But obviously, you're in a special situation. You own not just one bar, but other places. So how are you holding up? Yeah, it's, uh, it's nerve-wracking. And so the Pug and another bar I own called, called Union Trust, we shut both of those on March 14th, and that that was it for those. They are still currently closed, and there is sort of no real – right now it doesn't seem like there's any end on that. I also own Brookland's Finest, 
it's a restaurant, more a restaurant than a bar. And we've got a sizable patio. So we've got the patio open and we're doing takeout, you know, a takeout there. So that sort of gets us through. My partner owns Solly's on U Street. He's got a small patio. So he's, you know, squeaking out a few few tables every night. But, you know, I'm sitting in here in my uh, jacket and gloves as I talk to you right now because not only pre in the pandemic, but now it's winter. <laughs> so trouble. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what do people you think, what do you think people need to know about what you guys are going through? Because, I mean, I, we keep hearing we need to open things up at the same time. It's just not safe to do so. So, I mean, what is it that, how can people help? I guess is a better way. To I mean, that. it's hard. So if you, if, if, if your favorite restaurant is closed or just doing takeout, try to order as much as you can from them. And, and I get it that people are afraid to go inside. I'm afraid to go inside. I, we, we, we voluntarily closed our, closed our spots and I'm not mad. We closed. I, I, you know, I'm not mad. I was forced to close. It was a, it was the right safe thing to do, but just vaguely remember that we're out here. It's not like we're first line responders, but we're still just sitting here kind of hurting. And, you know, my restaurant is open, but it's only ringing about 20% of what we used to ring. So if you can order from your favorite place and if you can avoid it, order direct, don't go through one of the big web things, uh, Uber Eats or whatever. But if you can't still, you get income off of Uber Eats. Just try to support your support your little neighborhood places as best you can. And so, where is DC on the pandemic reopening? <laughs> so we are in phase two, which is you can have tables up to six outside. They have to be six feet apart. Again, no no groups larger than six. You have to serve food. And if you open inside, you can only be at 50% capacity. So the Pug and Union Trust both don't really serve food beyond cheese balls or goldfish. So we can't really open. And I, I just don't I don't have the energy to make like a fake sandwich and serve, serve beer to go. Because I just don't know if that's – I mean, that's not, that's not what the Pug was. And, you know, uh, the mayor sort of extended that. I guess it was called, you know, the, emergency, the health emergency to December 31st. So phase three is supposed to in places like the pug, but only at 50% capacity or, you know, five people per thousand square feet. So it's still pretty, pretty slim pickings. I mean, even at 50% capacity, I mean, there's, you're not making, yeah. you, can you stay in business? I mean, <laughs> it's, a, what it, it's a wing and a prayer. I mean, I need some, I got folks at the pug who drink a lot, but if if I open at 50%, I'm going to need some marathon professional drinkers, <laughs> myself not included. The other thing to sort of keep an eye on is the Save Our Stages thing. Sort of like the pug and some of these bars with no food. You know, the concert venues, they're in a tough spot, and they're really pushing hard to get there's an arts there's an arts fund I'm not going to say I'm not going to do the details right but there's arts funding for the city and they're trying to get the city council and the mayor to set aside some of that money to go towards saving some of these live venues I mean we already lost U Street Music Hall it's just tough to sit here and stay closed but hope to open again with just no income at all so right. if you see you know and if you see your if you're if you're listening in a place that has a congressman <laughs> them to to do some do some funding you know and again i don't know with the current political situation but if things change 
they could do another round of SBA things, and that would that would certainly go a long way towards helping this industry. Mm-hmm. So, what if if you guys were able to reopen, let's say in January, even that half capacity? What what will you do? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it's tough. I you know the the other big thing that people I guess a lot of people don't realize so with the with the contact tracing there there needs to be um, you know the best way to do it is reservations I don't know if <laughs> if a place like the pub could take reservations necessarily but you know I, what we do at the restaurant is each table has a seventy five minute time limit that way you sort of keep the keep the crowd flowing but even you know currently everything has to shut at a it's 11 o'clock, maybe midnight. And then, no, that's, again, just part of the problem is you get drunk and you start yelling and then the, the germs spread. Yeah. So, you know, I, you know, it's complex. Even, mm-hmm. even at 50% for a place like the pug, it's complex. You know, I don't know if I hang a plexiglass sheet between the bartender and the, uh, the customers. I mean, and that's a thing that I really, that's that's a part of my job, and that's what I like about this job is being behind the bar and you know BSing with the customers. My my wife thinks that that I capture everybody who walks by my porch while I'm sitting out front. She's like, you're just pretending like you're bartending. <laughs> so I don't know if a plexiglass you know a plexiglass shield or little potted booths give that same feeling. I mean, eventually one day it's, it's going to come back, and I just hope some of us can make it through. <laughs> yeah, and you got a wing and a prayer. Are you guys doing like gift cards or anything? I mean, even that may not help at all. No, I had two different people um, set up GoFundMe type things and T-shirt sales type things, and those things, you know, those help. It's just a tough, <laughs> it's a tough thing. Yeah. You know, but where can uh, people get those if they wanted them? You know, I'm such a boomer. I don't even know the. I don't even know the. <laughs> we can post that online. We can do that. Yeah, I'll put it on the Twitter again. I mean, if you ever. If you're ever bored and looking for inane comments, the Pug DC Twitter is, is your home for, you know, sponsorship for songs yeah. and then jokes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, well, one last thing is the name the Pug. Did that come from any any influence, any inspiration in particular? What does that does that mean anything? Is it... So it's it's short for pugilist. And uh, back in the day when we first opened, we had a lot of most of the artwork was old boxing posters and that kind of thing. And, you know, of course, over time, a lot of that's gotten stolen, and we filled it in with a lot of punk rock memorabilia, DC memorabilia, and whatever boxing stuff still doesn't get stolen. <laughs> but, you know, we it's always been a little bit of a fight for us to stay open, and that was sort of the deal with the <laughs> with the, with the pug, pugnacious attitude. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we thank you, Tony, for your time, and we will be in touch. And I appreciate talking to you. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to the class tonight again, and we will uh, we'll catch up soon enough. So I posted the GoFundMe page on the Four Songs website and on this Twitter account every now and then, and we'll be checking with Tony as much as we can over the next few weeks and months, and hopefully, when things get back to normal, we'll be doing some live recordings and some cool events at the pug down on h street northeast washington i want to thank tony for his support of this podcast stay safe everyone please stay safe and listen in we got more coming